Dork Tales presents Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dork Tales. I am your dungeon master, Kelly. I use he and him as my pronouns. And folks, uh, we're here at episode 30. We get we made it to 30, guys. Congrats. We we did it. We're we're all downhill from here. It's all downhill from here. This episode is older than I am. This episode needs its ibuprofen. Uh all right, folks. Uh we are gonna be hopping into game in just a sec. Before we do, I want to jump in. Uh actually I want the cast to jump in and tell you who they be and who they be playing. Let's start with Christine. Hello, I'm Christine. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I get to play Clara, um, Clara Vingard. I, sorry, I had to remember her last name. Um, she is our human cleric. All right, over to Chris. Hello, I'm Chris. I'm Diggy Blog in the chat and on the Discord. I use he, him, or the pronouns, and uh, uh, I play Godfrey High Valor, the uh, wannabe Salamnic, and yeah, it's uh, going to be a good night. I'm a good night. You're a good night. Good night, good night. Um, down to Robin. Hi, I'm Robin. I use she, her pronouns, as does my lovely swashbuckling kinder rogue, Rizera Moonbrush. I, I miss having the last names on this, this screen because I always try and look at my character's name um but yeah i am super excited for a game tonight it should be a i'm lot just kind of, fun. of super tired still well knock it off we got we got people to stab and lances to dragon um let's go over to cal hello my name is cal i am neo cal in the chat and i am playing everyone's favorite qualinesti Elf Bard, uh, Orintiros Caladon, whose name I don't forget because all of my characters have Cal in it. That's somehow. cheating. Uh, <laughs> the secret. I uncovered the secret. The secret. Yeah. I use uh, he, him pronouns. Orintiros uses whatever pronouns people want to give them. And I'm excited to uh, just definitely survive and uh, see what joyous friendships we develop along the way friendships were uh it was all about the friendships she made along the way and last but not least we have jen hi i'm jen and uh i use she her pronouns and i play hazel knight granite who also uses she her pronouns and she is our uh dwarven lunar sorcerer um of awesome mageness of awesome now she's a actual mage. that that is the official tower that you joined of it's the sixth tower of awesome mageness um, and at that tower, that's where you can find our sponsor for this episode, Bookworm Games. They're back with us for the sixth month in a row. And folks, I got to tell you, not only do they have a ton of dice, I'm talking about everything from acrylic to resin, metal to liquid core, and even actual gemstones. They now have liquid core dice with eyeballs in them. So you can be the beauty that is being beheld inside of your dice or have beholder dice themselves. Uh, because who doesn't want to roll dice that can look at you while you botch? you know, then judge you. It's so good. Um, you can also go there to get dice bags. You can get rolling trays. You can get candy dice, scented candles, of which there are a few new ones this month for you to check out. There's also a new jewelry line on their website and five different types of tea and a whole uh, 
cadre of familiars that you can acquire there. If you need a little friend to help you get through the day, go get one at Bookworm Games. Go check them out and use code DORKTALES to save 10% on your order. And quick reminder that if you spend $100 Canadian, uh, shipping's free. And the Canadian dollar is not super strong right now. So go help yourself out by getting some new dice. Because as we all know, new character, new dice. I have to get new dice for the next can. Oh, actually, these will be my Fandelver dice. I need more green dice for Fandelver, though. I need some, some dice for Planescape. Because we're running Planescape as well. And that will be pretty fantastic. Um, thank you so much to Bookworm Games for sponsoring us tonight. Be sure to check them out and use code DORKTALES to save 10%. And folks, I have one more announcement to make. Just a quick reminder that we are coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend. The 18th, 19th, and 20th is our Extra Life August Tabletop Appreciation Weekend. It's the one of two Extra Life events that we run. Uh, and... Extra Life is a fantastic way to watch a ton of games that we run and to help support the Children's Miracle Network. Every dollar that goes into our Extra Life goes directly to the local Children's Miracle Network of the player you donate to. Uh, for us, uh, most of us, it's the BC Children's Hospital. Uh, for others, it's different places around, around North America. But you should definitely come check it out, support us, uh, support kids, and play, well, watch us play some pretty fantastic games. There are a lot of really, really great ones. And um, the least of which are uh, Brindlewood Bay, not the least of which, uh, Brindlewood Bay, Thirsty Sword Lesbians, Monster of the Week, and they came from Camp Murder Lake. You're going to really enjoy it. I hope that you come and watch it next week. Uh, does anybody else have any announcements? Yeah, More right. dice is nice. And More dice is nice. New character, new dice. Yeah, Chris, this you're going to need some new dice for a, an upcoming new character that you're going to have in a game that I haven't told them you're in yet. <laughs> Which one? Actually, all of you are joining a new game after this one. So, uh... Yeah, I have to debate about the dice for that game and if I just, just pour my soul and my money out for that. Well, don't forget, we still have a big order of dice coming from, from Lindorm from the last... Uh, not the sea shanty backing, but the other thing. So we got other dice coming in. Oh, I meant like the the other other game that you're thinking of. Oh, the other other other. Oh, those. Yeah, that's a yeah. Big, that's a big money. Yeah, yeah. That's a big yeah. Money. So I should think about that one. Okay. But I'm debating that. Those those gemstones though. Um, all right, folks, we're gonna head back into Dragonlance: Shadow of the Dragon Queen. We'll see you on the break, and uh, let's get into it. Are you all ready? All right. And Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, so without further ado, let's head in to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. You fought your way across Onyari, the city of lost names. After encountering a few pitched battles, some spirits, and seeing some of the hubris burned into the very foundation of this lost place. You made it to the Temple of Paladine, talking your way past a dryad named Duskwalker. You then fought a strange fish-like creature in the craterous pond that the Temple of Paladine lie, lies flooded within. After defeating it, you healed and pushed through the front doors. 
The doors are immense. Huge, half-rotted slabs of wood that, as you push on them, Razira, with Godfrey at your back, you can feel the planks rot at your touch, collapsing inward, creating a definitely a kender-sized hole as they collapse. One of the doors completely falls off its hinges and splashes into the water ahead of you. Careful looking, there. Looking inside of the room, you can see that it is a triangle-shaped room. The northern corner of that triangle is completely demolished fall into rubble. I'm going to switch to map frame so people can see. Okay. Looking inside, you see this massive triangle in front of you. The murky water covers this triangular chamber. To the east, a large hall narrows to a raised area with an altar. The north side of the building is a tangle of fallen stones and beams. The south holds two doors. The entire area is flooded with about about a foot and a half of water. What do you do? Um, I think we established after not knowing that Razir probably has the lance in her kender bag. Yes. Um, so I think Razir's gonna start, take out the lance, and like, hold it out to everyone, and be like, so who wants to put it on the altar? Well, who retrieved it initially? Godfrey should do it. Lavina sounds. What? I agree. That You're was your quest from Sarlamir. I do believe that Godfrey was the one that pulled it from the grave. He's the one that charged you with it, right? Said, wear my armor, go do the thing. I'd be honored. Yeah, hopefully Paladine doesn't hit you with a lightning bolt. That would make a great story, though. <laughs> yeah, a good final story. <clears throat> All right. Um, just how, okay. All right. I will, uh, uh, take this sphere, uh, sphere from Razira and, uh, it's like, just, just in case maybe the rest, everyone stand back. We'll be right behind you. Sounds good. Okay. And I'll, uh, um, slowly. Uh, walk up towards the uh, the altar with the spear. Uh, Godfrey, which path yes. are you taking? Um, probably a straight line. Okay. What's your passive perception? Uh, passive perception is fifteen. Fifteen? Yes. Okay. Godfrey, that's not a good sign. You feel the light stream through the stained glass windows in front of you. Images of dragons, sculpted reliefs of the altar, depict platinum jet dragons in majestic poses around it. Your eyes remain fixed on it. 
You take a step forward, feeling the weight of your destiny drawing you forth. And then, as you reach the halfway mark, there is a sudden lurch as you step into a sinkhole, falling 20 feet underwater. Godfrey takes a step and vanishes under the water. By Paladine's will. Wait. That wasn't supposed to happen. Wait, did Paladine do that? We're just gonna jump in the water after Godfrey. Sounds good. Can I get um, um let's get an initiative roll for for e actor accuracy of operations, please? But Hazel. Yeah. Um, I was going to uh cast alter self on myself so I could swim. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Let's roll initiative. Let's hop into initiative rounds just to make my life easier. Okay, Levener rolled double thirteens. All right, so I have the initiative track in front of me now. All right, so uh, taking a step forward, Godfrey, you are going to disappear under the water as it seems to swallow you up. Razira, you have initiative. What do you do? Razira is going to uh, jump in after Godfrey. Dagger oh. brandished, just in case. So All she's right. light too, I guess. You leap in, the water floods around you, and this hazy light diffuses around you as you sink down, uh, diving toward Godfrey. Can you make me an athletics roll? Oh, I can try. Well, I'm not very athletic, as they would say. Eleven. Okay. Uh, diving in after Godfrey, uh, there is going to be 11. You're going to be able to swim down. Uh, you're fairly unencumbered, so it's not, you know, not that hard to get all the way down. Uh, swimming up to him, you are going to reach out, and um, as you reach out, Godfrey is sinking like a stone in his heavy armor, and his feet are going to hit the bottom of this, this, um, old rotted out pit and as you what are you going to try to do just help him up um yeah I think initially uh, try and look around and see this place there are corpses in this pit looking around with your light and your observant feet you're going to be able to see that there are a pair of corpses down at the bottom of this pit and as you reach toward Godfrey, one of them is going to lurch to life and grab toward you with a hurt them more, uh, but you are not surprised. So I do not get advantage. <laughs> uh, that is going to probably not hit you. That is going to be a 12. Yeah, nope. Okay, uh, it reaches out for you. The corpse suddenly lurches to life. It is wrapped in rotting bandages from where it was embalmed previously. And it groans like you can feel the reverberation through the water of even though no air escapes it. And with that, uh, what do you do? You spent your actions, you spent your movement swimming down. Okay, if I have my action and bonus action, um, so. 
green flame blade is. Do you have a verbal a component? Oh, hold on a second. Uh, this is why subtle spell is great. <laughs> One second, I'm gonna. Nope, somatic and material. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, she's going to um, whip that out. Uh, she will cast as her action. She's going to cast uh, Green Flare Blade on her using her rapier. Um, now, will I have disadvantage on the attack underwater? I, this is the bringing back uh, to Nether. So you were using underwater stuff. Are you? What are you using? The dagger will not have disadvantage. Uh, yep. I have okay. to double check if the rapier does. A short sword would not. Okay. So I'm just going to check that real quick. I'm going to say that you're not because a rapier is a piercing weapon and thereby should not have the like the problem with aiming. Okay. But I'm going to spend one of those hurt the mores I just got to give you disadvantage. Okay, so we'll get sneak attack on that, but I will bonus action with the dagger. So if I can use my sneak attack on that one. That is true. Yeah. Um, all right, so she will brandish her sword uh, with a green flame blade. <sighs> Rolled an 11 and a 4. 4 plus 7 is 11. I'm going to throw my determination. Does That's a, a hit. Do you yeah. still have Orin Kiros's Bardic Inspiration? It lasts a minute. I'm probably it lasts sure 10. It lasts, if it lasts 10, then you would. Okay. Wait, when did you give when did you give Riz the Bardic Inspiration? I gave it to her during the battle. Then no, because it took elemental. more than ten minutes for Kalara to cast healing prayer. Or uh the mass healing word or whatever it was. That's, oh right, that's yes, because right. then Razira found the she went hunting away while everyone was healing. That's right. Yep. So okay. you will not still have the Bardic, but that that But using uh, my determination will hit. That one will hit. Cool. Um the green fire. So there's one. Is it? Is it within five feet? Of the it other is within one? five feet. So it will also get the green flame blade as it dances from that to Perfect. that. Perfect. Flame is going to erupt underwater. Go ahead, and uh, that auto hits it, right? So how much damage is that? Um. So. Uh, weapons normal effects, and so that'll be sneak attack, and then, uh, it will get. So was it the sneak attack that had the had the green flame blade, or was that your? Well, I can I can choose when to add a sneak attack. Oh, wait, I had a disadvantage, so we'll... you had disadvantage, so you couldn't do it with the first strike. That's fine. So this, um, hold on a second. So it's a D eight, and then a D eight plus. Okay, so the first one's going to take, um, twelve points of, um, fire damage. And then the second one is only going to take okay. uh, nine points of fire damage. All right. So because you're underwater, they're only going to take half of that. Yep. I figured that, that would happen with, you know, uh, however, fire. Uh, even <laughs> under the water, it is almost as if you said 12 for the second one. Yeah. No, nine for the second one, for 12 second. Okay. for the first. Okay. Uh, you're going to see that even despite the water, they are going to go up like they are soaked in oil. Ooh. So what should have not worked, works pretty well. 
Um, yeah. All right. And uh, do you want to make me a bonus action attack? Yes, I would love to use my dagger on um, the one that grabbed out at me with the dagger. Okay. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, Godfrey. This is probably going to go for you. That's a nat one. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what's your armor class, Riz? Mine is 17 right now. 17 is exactly what I rolled. Um, you are going to lurch in. You're going to stab into its stomach, but you're going to kind of like stab where its liver would be. But as you stab into it, the rotten flesh is going to collapse beneath your dagger and you'll realize there's nothing there except for stuffing. Mm. Um, it has an opportunity attack against you that it's going to spend at this point. Uh, and that is going to be, uh, I need you to make me a con save. You're going to take, oh my God, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Plus, oh my god, I almost rolled max on all you, of this. You've got to be shitting me. you got to be shitting me. A different fif- dice. Another nat one? Nat one. Plus 15 points of necrotic damage. Um, And... Ouch. Uh, your permanent hit points, because you botched, uh, uh-huh. please reduce them by 11. So it's 30 and then 11 from the top. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so take 11 off the top. Ooh, 76 minus 11 is six uh, 65. All right, Ooh. so that is going to be your turn. It's going to slam into you. You're going to feel this corrupting rot creep into you as it slams you in the chest, and you're going to feel your lungs become brittle. Um, Kalara, it is your turn. What do you do? You see the two of them disappear into the water, and uh, there is glowing um, okay. glowing light coming from there as well as a flicker of flame from Green Flame Blade. I have a question regarding what Blog found in our chat about the there's no rule prohibiting vo- verbal components from working underwater. You just can't breathe. Oh, okay. Um, so keep in mind that if you're talking, you're not holding your breath. So you could okay. conceivably do it near the surface and get back out. Okay, sure. Does that work? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Okay, because my other solution was that I'm a warcaster. I don't need to use my hands for somatic components because I can hold a weapon or and a shield at the same time in both hands. True. I'm doing somatic, so I could just go like this. <laughs> true, true. Sounds good. Um, She's going to run for it to find this spot mm. and probably find it by falling into it. She needs to see them. Water walk. Oh, really? Okay. Uh-huh. I still haven't prepared. I have not gotten rid uh, of it. All right. I'm going to say that, that that'll work on your turn then. As you cast it, suddenly Riz and Godfrey are going to lift up to the top of the water like they're on an express elevator. And just out of the water. <laughs> okay. And because you are not moving of your volition, uh, the two of you, that means you will not provoke on the way up. Okay, cool. so suddenly uh, Godfrey and Riz are out of the water, and Riz looks like hell. You can and see Clara black. Is applying that to herself as well, um, so that she doesn't sink with her armor. Are you applying it? Because you can apply it to ten people. You can apply it to everybody. Only who you can see. So if I'm looking down at them, I'm not looking back at the ones behind me. So I would consider them to not be in sight range at that point. Okay. Unless you want to rule it that way, otherwise... I, I think that if you everybody. walk five feet past, you can look down into the side at the same time. Sure. 
I think that that's a pretty reasonable assumption. Um, as Riz rocks Everybody through the service, uh, you are going to see that there are black veins lacing through the side of her face. And she looks okay. haggard as all hell. Hazel, um, it is... Uh, well, it's not It's not quite your turn yet. It's my turn, as it were. Um, do you have anything else you can do, Kalara? Um... I don't think so. I think she'll just rush for, towards them okay. to try and figure out how to help. Because um, that would have been right. action, so... I don't know, probably use her movement to try and like hit Godfrey on the back to like cough up any water. Or Riz. Sounds good. Uh, they may the have swallowed. two rotting mummies are going to rise 15 feet in the water. Uh, kind of swimming up toward you. Oh, pardon me. They're going to rise 10 feet in the water. Um, and I would like Godfrey, please make me a wisdom save. Wisdom. Oh, um, this is not going to end well. Uh, do wisdom save. That will be a nice total of five. Okay. You are frightened of the mummy that is coming up beneath you. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You're paralyzed with fear. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm going to spend a hurt the more to attack you um, as it swims up a bit higher. Let's do this. Uh, Godfrey, that's going to be... What is your... Uh, I want to say flat-footed. Uh, what is going to be your... <laughs> 21. 21? Okay. I'm spending another Hurt the Mortar re-roll this, because I got a 20, and I just feel... So close. How did I miss again? I hate this. I hate this so much. Alright, that's gonna... Sorry. So it's gonna reach out, and even though you're paralyzed, it will not be able to hit you. Um, so, you are going to be... Um, you are going to be safe for a moment, anyway. Hazel, you are up. Fantastic. I am going to... Uh... I think, okay, how far, can I get there in just my movement? Because I know they're, he's down. Yeah, the water's rough terrain for uh, you. Oh yeah, right, okay, so then I'll do it this way because that makes sense. Um, I'm going to quicken spell Alter Self to get mm -hmm. aquatic um, abilities so I can breathe underwater and have a swim speed. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to move to... Uh, move and see what's going on. <laughs> okay, you'll see these two zombies arrive. And if I have zombies. to dash, then I can dash. But sounds good. You'll see these two um, uh, these two mummies rising out of the water. Uh, they're just beneath the surface. Cool. Um, can I see that either Godfrey or Razira are in trouble? So Godfrey and Razira have both rocketed to the top of the water. They're both on the surface. The mummies are slowly rising. Oh, um, right, right, right. And uh, as you're looking, uh, Razira looks like absolute hell. She looks like she's been infected with something that's turning her, like, incredibly pale. And Godfrey looks paralyzed with fear. Cool, cool, cool. Um, you could try to shoot that's into fine. the water with a spell. Um, I forgot they were on a... top of the water because I was distracted with other stuff. That's okay. No, no, it's fine. Hold on. Uh... 
yeah, this seems like a good idea. Uh, can I swim to a point where the mummies are within 10 feet of me? Absolutely. Yeah. You can work. Uh, you can move. Cool. So you can make it till one of them's within. Actually, what's your speed? 25? Uh, yeah, 25. But I can dash if I, or, well, I could. Actually, because I can't do the spell this round anyway, so um, I can dash if I need to. Okay, so you can dash and have both of them within 10 feet of you, yeah. Cool. Right. Then I will just, um, I will swing with my with my hammer, because I can. Okay. Because uh, I quicken, quicken spells, so I use that as a bonus. And I will just swing for one of them this round, and then if they're... Okay. I'll work out the next thing next round. Okay, so... Yeah. If you um, if you dash, that will take your action, though. Oh right, uh, no, I guess yeah, that's right. It does. Never mind. That's okay. Well, sorry, trying to do multiple things. Totally, if totally, you totally. were, was that because you were trying to move through the water to get to the point where you could swim, and change shape? It's because the water's rough terrain. Not if you've got water walk on you. Oh, that. So you could take it to there. Become unwilling, change, and then you wouldn't have dashed. You would have just moved as normal. This is this so if is you accepted water oh, I didn't walk. realize I also had water walk. Yeah, she yeah, cast on everybody. Was... We we talked through it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I forgot yeah. too for some reason. Yeah, no worries. I missed the beginning, so I wasn't um, sure if you're talking about dashing underwater or something. And then I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Okay, you, so you let's just dashed go on, top, on top, gone and yeah. changed. <laughs> okay, so uh yeah, with that, that works. in mind, then you do not have rough terrain, so you're back behind Orenteros. What would you like to do? Um, okay, then I'll I'll swing. Okay. Since I can't cast another uh, spell unless it's a cantrip, but uh, that is a twenty-one. Cool. So I need you to actually ro uh, roll with disadvantage because you're attacking through water, and you're using a bludgeoning weapon. Oh, okay. So roll again. I rolled another fifteen, so that's Perfect. twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna still twenty-one. Uh, so you will become yeah. unwilling for the spell. You'll smash into the water and smash down into the mummy. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and give me your damage. Yep, that is 10. 10, ten. damage. Solid hit. Uh, it is going to uh, slam into uh, the side of the mummy's head as it comes up. Uh, and it is surprisingly mulchy. Um, as you slam <laughs> into it, it's going to rise out of the water. Uh, I'm going to spend a drama bomb uh, because I was just gifted one and I love it. And across the room, two more of these creatures are going to rise from the depths for a total of four mummies. Um, and uh, the second one is still going to be rising though because he was slowly swimming up. Uh, so he will not be able to do anything this turn. However, it is now Levna's turn. Levna is going to take a look at this and go... Uh, no. And is going to take a step and is going to make uh, two attacks against the mummy that is coming up from the water. Uh, she is using a greatsword, so she will have disadvantage while it is still rising. Uh, but that is a nat 20 on one of them. So... Let's go, Levna! Let's go! She needs a magic sword. Levna so is, is the only mommy here. Uh, 11... Points, or sorry, 12 points of damage and 11 points of damage. What is that? 23 points of damage, 12 points of damage. As she's going to stab into the water uh, and... <clears throat> Godfrey, try hitting him! 
All right, one of the mummies is going to move forward and is going to attack Godfrey. Uh, Godfrey, that's a hit on the first. Oh no. And it's a critical actually, it's, hit then. It is a critical hit. Oh yeah, you're right, it is a critical I'm hit. I'm paralyzed. Uh, that is going to be, I need you to make me a con save. Nine. Constitution. Where's my character? Black sheet? is in Godfrey. Oh. Like looking at okay. black. All right, look I got is just so in. It's so in. Dark Nemo. So that's a nat yeah. twenty on the con save for Hell yeah, seven. Though. Cool. You're gonna take twenty-one points of bludgeoning damage. I'm gonna take eighteen instead. Cool, 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 cool. Um, have you considered taking twenty-two points of necrotic damage on top of that? Ooh, all right. You know what? I, I see what you're saying there, and, uh, you know, you drive a hard bargain. <laughs> I drive a hard bargain. Uh, it is going to glance over at Levna and force Levna to make a wisdom save, which, uh-oh, Levna's going to fail. Uh, Levna is frightened but not paralyzed. Okay. Uh, now it is Orantiros. Orantiros, you're up. Oh, sorry, Godfrey. Um, is the paralyzation or fear effect something that uh, I got to save on if I'm dealt damage? So it is no. Um, okay. It glass until. Uh, yeah, no problem. I know some are. And the some end are, of the so mummy's next to... turn. Sounds good. So that was mummy one that got you, um, for for intense purposes. So you are going to be paralyzed this round, unfortunately. I'm very sorry. Uh, Orantiros. All good. Oh, this is messy. Do I have any elven schemes I can scheme us out of? Not really. All right. Less. Okay. Back to the basics. Uh, I think I shall move aside. Um, so everyone else isn't in the way and uh, fire my bow at the, the one deeper in the chamber. Okay. Make me an attack roll. Um, well, that is a nat one. Cool, cool, cool. cool, cool However, cool. I do have one point of lucky. You do. So I think I'm going to use my last point of lucky for the day. All right, go ahead. If it's a nat one, you're shooting Godfrey in the other asterisk, though. I'm kind of hopeful for a one. What do we got? Last, that is 21. Okay, that's going to hit. Roll me damage. All right, max damage with the bow. 12 piercing. All right, 12 piercing. All right, your arrow is going to sail across the room and slam into the side of that mummy. Uh, and it's going to kind of like sink into its rotting flesh. It does damage, but not as much as you would have hoped. What else would you like to do? I think I'm going to use my... Uh, who's the one that's paralyzed? Godfrey. It's Godfrey, right? I'm going to use Bardic Inspiration. Oh, for Godfrey. Godfrey, snap out of it. 
You got this. All right. Um, so, uh, you're going to get a point of Baruch Inspiration. Um, and Orenteros, the one that you just shot is going to look at you and go, I need a wisdom save. All out of lucky, too, huh? Yep. You're all out uh, of That's luck. an at 20. Okay, so you are immune to its dreadful glare. Um, and uh, it is going to shuffle forward and take an attack at Kalara. Uh, Kalara, I think this is a miss. It's only a 13. Uh, yeah, that, that does not hit my AC of 20. Okay, it's going to reach out and going to kind of like slam its fist into the side of your shield, uh, startling you, but not making any type of dangerous contact. Um, with that, let us start the top of the initiative round uh, with Riz. Riz, you're up. All right. Also, I totally forgot about my uncanny dodge ability that I could have halved that 30 damage that I took last round with my reaction. Well... Whoops. Whoops. You won't uh, forget again. <laughs> I won't forget. I will. I will. Because I don't use my reaction because I usually save it for Godfrey to do hit him again, Riz. So I usually Man. don't do uncanny dodge. But yes, right. no, that would have been handy this round. Um, Riz is going to make a green flame blade attack and a dagger attack. Let's rinse and repeat this. Uh, please give me the piercing damage uh, separately for the rapier. Okie dokie. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, dice. Which one of you are going to behave tonight? Okay. All right. All right. That is a. Uh, the lowest that I hit was a twenty-two. So All I'm right, those are both hits. Roll me. Give me damage. Okay. So, uh, 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 uh. so it's just regular damage. I'm gonna do apply sneak attack on this. Okay. This four d six, and then so the um so she's going to attack the. With the main one, the, the the mummy that did a lot of damage still, and then the secondary one's gonna get the fire damage. So okay. the fire damage of the second one, I'm rolling that because it's only a D8. Um, okay. It's going to take six points of fire damage. Okay, it is going to take a lot more than that. Uh, does and you, does the first one get fire damage as well from that? It does, right? Uh, it does not actually. I was rereading the spell. It does not. It just says okay. the target suffers normal. The weapon's normal attack. Okay, effect. Sounds... And then you cause green fire to leap. Okay, which is interesting. Raise I'll raise its hit points back up. Oh, wait. At fifth level, the melee attack deals an extra 1d8 fire damage. Oh, for God's sake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is that to the first this one or the new... second one? The the first, So the second one stays the same. The first one, I'm going to give you the damage now. Okay, sounds good. And I'm rolling the fire separate from the normal attack. Yep. So the fire damage will be two points of fire damage. Okay, and the and normal attack. The normal attack, uh, hold on. 15, 16, 18, 
22 points of piercing. Okay. Uh, you slam your blade into it. Do you have anything you'd like to use your bonus action for? Yeah, I will do uh, one more attack against this guy okay. if he's still up. Uh, tw- uh, 13 to hit. 13 to hit is a hit. Sweet. This is only going to be a d4. But it's magical piercing. It's true. One point of damage. Okay. All right, right, that that blade is going to cut in deeply. Uh, And Kalara, it is going to be your turn as this green flame jumps from Riz's blade, uh, slamming into the first mummy, leaping to the second one behind you. It ignites. There's this horrible stench that rises, and Riz gives it a delicate paper cut across the kneecap with her dagger. But all four of them are all around us right now on the surface. They are all on the surface, yes. Okay. Um... I would like to sorcery point meta magic twin spell shield of faith on Godfrey okay. and Rosira, so you guys okay. get plus two AC. Sounds good. And channel divinity. All right, let's do some saves. Uh, uh, what's my save DC for this? Make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay, so DC mummy 16. one, mummy one got a fourteen, mummy two got a fourteen. Mummy three and four got a, a two and a 19. Mummy four okay. is in it for the long haul. Uh, so this any of those who failed CR one or lower is destroyed, right? Yeah. Uh, these are not CR one, unfortunately, but that does mean okay. they're all turned, which means they are frightened of you, correct? Yeah. And they must move away and they cannot come within 30 feet of me. Okay. Within so 30 feet. for a minute or until it takes damage. And it must try and use its turns to try to move as far away from me as it can. Okay, so uh, that means that it is Mummy 1's turn. Mummy 1 is going to disengage. And, well, can it disengage if it's frightened, or does it have to run run? Uh, For its action, it can only use the dash to try and escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use a dodge. So it has to move, and that's it. So it can't disengage. It can't disengage. So it will use the dodge action and move then, because it has to move through threatened squares. So, uh... It just says if there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, so... So it only has to move 30 feet away from you, though, right? Oh, wait, that Um, means it has to double move because its speed is 20. For its action, it can use yep. only the dash action or try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. Okay, um, so it, uh, that means that Mummy 1 can get an opportunity attack from Razira, Levna, or Hazel. It must spend its or, turns trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it or, can't or willingly move to space within 30 feet of you. Okay. Well, we can all take an opportunity attack on it, right? Yep. Everybody but yeah, Godfrey and uh, and and uh, Kalara. Yeah. Levin is gonna do it. That's gonna be a man. Oh, wait, that's gonna be a hit. That's gonna be a hit. I forgot these things have very low AC. I'm doing it with my magical dagger. Okay, that is 10, 14 points. One. Do I get an opportunity as well, or if does you'd it like move to, out yes. of my friend? Okay. I just wasn't sure if it moved out of my threatened area. It is. It's trying to. I'm moving it one square at a time. Yeah, no, that's fair. 
That is... That's an 18. That's going to be a hit. Roll me damage. I rolled a 21. That's That'll work. And then it's going to be 26 points of piercing damage. Okay. So I'm going to spend the something good happens for Riz. You're actually going to make that attack roll on the one next to you that tries to move away. Okay, cool. Because they're all moving away on their turn. So that's 26. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're not going to drop it, but you're going to significantly wound it as it runs through your square. I got 12 uh, damage on the one 12 damage, okay. And that is going to drop the first one. Um, yes, Godfrey. The uh, one that uh, moved away from Riz, that was not uh, mummy number one, right? Oh, you're right. That was Mummy number one is dead now. Okay, perfect. Uh it's had its turn though, right? It has. So you are no longer, you are no longer. So I can do a reaction as well against the one that uh, moved uh, out of my threat zone. Uh, He was not in your threatened zone. He's not moving yet. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Uh, or in Tiros May though. 16 on that, m- that mummy, that soggy mummy. If they can become rehydrated, are they just zombies? Basically. Yeah, they're freeze dried. The <laughs> 16 right. hit that guy. Uh, 16 will hit. All right, Longsword, do your thing. Uh, Your thing has done 11 slashing. 11 slashing, all right. Uh, That one is going to rush through your space and drawing the sword, you are going to be able to behead it, uh, finishing the work that Riz put in. All right, there are two more remaining. Um, And Hazel, it is your turn. Okay, two more remaining. Um, okay, I'm still underwater, and now the thing I wanted to do doesn't quite work, but I think it, actually it might still. Um, can I swim to under Kalara? Yes, because you're free of that. Cool. Um, I'd like to swim to under Kalara, and if, if she's willing, because I think also have to be willing um, because both of those mummies would be within uh, within 10 feet of the space that I'm in. Um, I would like to use Thunderstep and take Kalara with me <laughs> so that that's she's not damaged. A, that's probably a good idea. Sure. Uh, so go ahead yeah. and uh, do I get a save against that? You get a constitution save. Okay. I think, hold on, I think I passed on both. Uh, 18 and 21. Damn, yeah, you did. Um, you still take half, though. I don't wanna. <laughs> and I still <laughs> go with Kalara to a space I can see, which is going to be, um, on the other side of, of Godfrey, kind of where I started, really. Um, mm-hmm. but with, because it's, <laughs> this is fun with 3D, um, everything. Uh, there has to be a space within five feet of me that's open, but if I'm under the water, because that's the space I can see, she can mm-hmm. be on top of the water because that's five feet away from me. <laughs> that's dumb and I like it. Do it. <laughs> uh, ooh, nice. Uh, that is 17 points of, uh, 17 halved uh, to both of them. All right. So six points to each. Oof. 
Okay, and that's not reduced by anything, so that's great. Alright, wait, not, that's not six each. That's not the way math works. That's eight each. I was not questioning you. That's how <laughs> Just, yeah. I'm still recovering from being like, sick yesterday, so that's why I'm a little am. I'm a little little dead on my feet, but not as dead as these guys. Alright, so you're going to lurch across the floor, um, bamfing out of the way with a crack of thunder, and you are moving how how far? Um, I can move to a spot that I can see, so I'm basically mm -hmm. moving back to where Hazel started, so right beside Levna, so Kalara will appear beside Levna, on top of the water. Okay, blam. <laughs> and that way the mummies are now moving in one direction away from Kalara. <laughs> okay, Levna is frightened and will take off running. Um, now, of course, the mummy that she was frightened of is dead. But she's still just kind of fearful. So I'll say that she can continue moving. Uh, she will get an opportunity attack from that mummy. Well, if the mummy was down below her, could she not kind of run back towards the doors through us? Because you could move through friendly squares. I guess that's true, yeah. Instead of getting the opportunity attack. Well, she still is within five feet of the oh, of yeah, yeah. this I mummy. See. So no matter what... Uh, she is going to get that attack, and that is going to be uh, that is going to be a hit because her AC is below 19. Uh, so let's do some damage. That is going to be uh, 9, 12 points of uh, 12 points of bludgeoning plus. Jeez, these dice hate you guys. Uh, 16 points of necrotic, and she has to make me a save. And does. She is successfully con-saved. All right. Uh, she is going to rush away and kind of catch her breath. Uh, it is going to be Mummy 3's turn. Mummy 3 is going to basically Scooby-Doo run toward her as well, running away from Kalara. Because uh, everybody's frightened, which means, Godfrey, you can make an opportunity attack now. I'll take it. Uh, I'm going to give myself advantage. And an extra d8 on the damage because nat 20 oh okay shit. uh so that was are they scooby-doo swimming they're kind of oh. like scooby-doo sloshing scooby-doo sloshing i'll roll threes and a couple of nat 20s already i think this is my luckiest session so far <laughs> um so 12 uh 18 19 and 27 magic slashing damage. 27? Yes. Is that all? Is that just, just 27? Okay. Uh, it is still on its shambling feet as it kind of... As it tries to get away from you. Um, and that's going to be... It can move 5, 10... There we go. It can move... A total of 10 feet away from you because it is it is not designed for this. Um, and Orintiros, you're up. All right, fellas. Cover your <laughs> your ears, Godfrey. Because I'm going I'm going high. Casting shatter between these two. Okay. <laughs> Casting Let's... shatter between these two buggers. All and right. I think they need a con save. Alright. Mummy. Oh, that's a fail. And other mummy. Those are two fails. All right. 
I definitely remember how much 3d8, I believe, Shatter is. Yeah, it probably is. It is. Yeah. 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 All right. A six and a five and a four make 15. Minus 15. Beautiful. Uh, two resounding cracks come out of each of them. Uh, they are still on their feet, but Shatter is going to reverberate. <laughs> Hit through the room and Godfrey, or actually, sorry, Orange Juice, do you have a bonus action you'd like to make? Oh. Because you can throw your sword. I certainly will throw my sword. Uh, uh, the, the northmost one appears to be the most damage, but I'm not sure if that's inside of your range. I can actually, it is inside move. of your range. That's 30 feet. Oh, perfect. All right. Go back to whence ye came, soggy. Dice. Oh, that's gone forever. Bye. Gone forever. That was the one that gave me a one and a 20 today. And this one's a 23. 23 is absolutely gonna hit. Um, these are very dexterous mummies, but they're not that dexterous. Roll me damage. A mighty nine, nine slashing. We don't have, this is not the mighty nine. You guys don't have a party name. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, <laughs> as your blade lashes out, it is going to leave a large perforated hole through that one's head and throat as it punches through it like a stapler. Chunk! And is going to come out the other side floating in the air. Uh, it is now Godfrey's turn. There is one remaining Godfrey. Oh, goody. All right. I'm going to move up to it and okay. uh, try and, like, now that I can actually do stuff, uh, like, snapped out of it and just be like, ah, and just hit it and hit it hard. All right. Uh, that'll be a 19. Hit. And for 13 damage. Okay. And a 20. That'll hit. For 13 damage. Okay. And you know what? Screw it. I'm action surging. Do okay. it again. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> you don't That's 20? an ad 20. <laughs> How do you do wow. it? Oh gosh. Um, I'm just gonna like get in its face and like just like smack it down with the sword just as quickly as I can just like smack 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 no one does this to my friends all right uh you are gonna cleave this thing completely in half and it is going to collapse into the ground and with that there is going to be a sense of calm that once again floods into the chamber Oh. Ouch. I feel freaky. quite sickly. Well, it wasn't lightning. Or is that still to come? Hazel's gonna, like, pop up out of the water and just be like, I thought, oh. I thought lightning would be a bad idea. But Aqua Hazel. Glad that it... <laughs> uh, I'm going to use my second wind. That spear that Godfrey had. Yeah. Is it down there? Can you check? If he doesn't have it or does have it. <laughs> oh, he's he has it. This one? 
Yep. Even through all that, you it was you kept your grip. Grabbing. <laughs> I am gonna stay like this though until we're done in here, just in case. Uh, yeah. Um. Like I know we just had a break a little earlier, but once we do this, just this lance and the altar thing, I think we're gonna yeah, we're, break after that. Yeah, we're taking a break. Okay, good. I feel quite. I feel like I need a, a long rest as well, at some point. You got quite a lot of black, veiny. Oh, do stuff I? Going. Oh. Um, yeah. Laura. Kalara's gonna come over, start like. Please hold still and start like pulling on your eyelid and poking your face around. And um, can I figure out what this is? <laughs> yeah, you can make can a I medicine help? check because or in Tiros, but oh, I don't have medicine. Never mind. Yeah, you can go ahead and <laughs> Wait, uh, what was that? You can assist, even if I don't have it um, marked as proficient. Make me a roll. Make me a medicine roll to see if you can assist. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Uh, including my wis- uh, <laughs> dirty 20. Oh, it's wisdom, right? Okay, dirty 20, yeah, you can assist. Okay. Put on the nurse gloves and assist Chalara. Okay. Uh, so that gives me advantage? It will give you advantage. Uh, that is... Twenty-five. Uh, well, there's only one thing this could be. Mummy rot. Is that a disease? It is a disease. Lesser restoration. I would yes. like to cure that disease, please. What? Including the parasite crawling within him. I mean... So does that make me feel better? It should remove the disease. Oh. Which I think then gives you back those, like, that 10 hit points of your max. 11 hit points? Mm -hmm. I think. Cool. Uh, It will. Your hit point max will, it won't heal those hit points, but it will mean your hit point max goes back up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it takes away the effects of the disease itself, not the damage. So you've yeah, not been yeah. healed for anything. No, but I've, I'm, I'm no longer 65. Ah. Whoa. Does that look? Do I look a little less black than Is anybody below half hit points? No. I'm not going to use any of my spells right now because I'm getting very low. That's fair. Are there any more of these pits around here? Uh, Well, I'm walking on water right now, so... Yeah, let's do that before we... Yeah. That runs out. Hazel is going to look around and see if there are any other pits, though, in case What's your passive perception? Oh, it's like 11. (laughs) None. There are none. I know people hate the water temples, but... Uh, now's a great time to look for loot. 
Right. I think Riz is gonna start. Oh god, do we do we start going away? Should we start looking around? R can yeah. Riz take a look around just for pits? <laughs> yeah, you totally can. So walking around on top of the water as you are, um, if mm -hmm. Riz looks around, there is a pit right before the altar, a little five foot one, uh, and there is another ten by ten over by where Levna's walking. Uh, Levna, there's a pit there. Yeah, but I'm walking on top of the water, so it's fine. But for later, when we're no longer watery. Yeah, I just won't stop. Okay. I'm just gonna walk on Great. water forever. This is kind of nice. I feel... Is it forever? I feel like Kalara had the... No, it'll last about an hour. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever so that's works. long enough for this room. Yeah, let's. Yeah. If we're ready, I'm gonna approach the altar. Okay. Let's do it. Stone steps rise from the water to a dry platform. There's a triangular stone altar at the top. You'll recognize this as a symbol of Paladine. Above it, sculpted reliefs depict platinum dragons in majestic poses. You, as you step on the dry stone, you feel a warm sense of righteousness surround you, Godfrey. What do you do? I will um, take a deep breath and stand up straight and just walk towards it with my head up in the air, like my chin up and okay here it goes and just try and put the uh, remains of the lance on the altar you got this Godfrey the lance the rusted tip shines with a silvery glow Rust covering it bubbles and leaks a dark liquid that flows away from the altar and disappears. At the same time, the spear begins to levitate off the altar. Its haft lengthens and it grows into a whole newly forged pike-length dragon lance. From nowhere, and everywhere comes a powerful voice that inspires confidence and awe. The last to wield this weapon was unworthy. His failure was a step along the path to the world's destruction. But this new age needs a new hope. My friends use this weapon to defend the destiny mortals have chosen. Banish the shadow of the Dragon Queen with the light of this most sacred weapon. With the blessing of the gods, ye champions, reclaim this Dragon Lance. And as this reverberates throughout the temple, Kalara, you are going to know this to be the voice of Paladine himself. She's gonna look a little odd. What do you do? 
slowly reach for the lance. As your fingers make contact of it and wrap around the haft, a sudden wave of light sweeps through the temple, originating at the lance. It spreads out, casting every shadow into oblivion, illuminating every corner. Uh, Each of you is going to regain 70 hit points. And Riz, you're going to feel great. All of you are going to feel perfectly wonderful. And Orantiros, uh, you are going to suddenly be hit with a wave of nausea and are going to drop to a knee and begin coughing into the ground. As you do, something is going to bubble up your throat from your chest and you are going to cough up this writhing little tadpole creature that is going to hit the water and immediately burn to ash. And you will recognize it as one of those slod larvae. Wait. I, I was just trying to scare Godfrey with with the, that, the, that joke. They... I, the light. You have one of those inside of you. Prince Paladin? Thank you. Thank you. Each of you, do me a favor. As you look up, the light is going to fade, leaving you each with a point of inspiration and level nine. I get level five spells. What? I forget what I get at level nine, but I'm pretty sure it's oh, kind of no. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Take our proficiency bonus skills right up. <gasps> do we? It do it? Does <gasps> I think I get? I think I get five d six snack attack. <laughs> snack attack. I get so many things, and I don't. I, uh, <laughs> oh, plus four. Logish right. archetype feature. Oh, what do I get? Oh, it's plus four. Gross. And as you are standing there on the light, you're going to hear the sound of steps across the water. And Levena is going to walk up to the altar next to you, Godfrey. And you're going to hear the sound of a sword being drawn out of a scabbard. Godfrey, hi, Valor. This is the end. Take a knee, Squire. I'll try to not smile and fail miserably as he uh, takes a knee. You'll probably have to get this done by someone a bit more official, but for the time being... Godfrey High Valor, you are no longer my squire. You've succeeded in your quest. You've traveled into enemy territory and restored a holy relic. By the oath and the measure, I dub thee a knight of Salamnia. We'll work out the details later. And she taps you on the shoulders with her sword. And then offers you a hand up. 
I think then Kalara is just going to whoop from across the, <laughs> the little kind of water courtyard. <laughs> Riz, I think, is going to like tackle Godfrey in like a big hug. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're actually, sir, you're Sir Godfrey. Congrats. Sir Godfrey. Uh, <laughs> I guess I am. <laughs> Thank you, Sir Levna, and you're all welcome. of you. Sir High Valor. Get up and go kiss your girl, you idiot. <laughs> He'll uh, uh, head towards Kalara. Uh, if she will... Uh, uh, I, you know I'm not good with words. And uh, he'll just uh, try to go for a kiss. Uh, she will angle and lean and allow it. <laughs> Does she pop? Does she pop her pop her foot? Um, no, but I think she does like the hook the hand behind the neck and like oh, let him nice. take her weight type thing. The force, the force dip. Beautiful. Nice. All right. You kiss in the temple of Paladine. There's still so much of your adventure left to go. But I think this is the perfect place for us to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. Hi there. Have too much money? Looking to give some away? Did you know that Dorktales has a Patreon? You can go to patreon.com slash dorktales and give money for exclusive perks like exclusive podcasts, warm fuzzy feelings in the cockles of your heart, shoutouts at the end of podcasts, and more. To learn more about how to help Dorktales, go to patreon.com slash dorktales. End of ad. Hello and welcome back to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dork Tales. Uh, Godfrey, you are going to, as you level up, you said during our break, you're going to take a level of Paladin, uh, so that will be reflected next game on the screen. Um, you're also going to take a free feat, you're going to take Knight of the Rose. So go ahead and uh, you raised your constitution by one. Uh, besides yes. that, um, I think we are ready to hop back in. So... <clears throat> As you are knighted, as you kiss your girl, as all of this goes on, what do you do next? There are still two unopened rooms inside of this temple. Do you go investigate them, or do you move on? Investigate. Okay. Do Better you go keep to an eye on Razira. <laughs> Sounds good. The two of you wander off. Now, there is one that is along the slant of the wall, and then there is one that, from the outside, you remember had... A, a circular wall, a, a bit of a tower rising up from it. Do you just head to the first one you're closest to? Probably. Okay. So, as you head inside of there, the door is going to open. It's rotted and old and swings open at your touch. It's a small living area, flooded like the rest of the temple. Moldering vestments hang in a wardrobe and there's a bed blanketed in fungus over against the uh, the eastern wall. You search around the room? Yeah. Looking under the bed, you can see that there is a rusted chest. 
Can I check for traps on the chest? You make me a perception roll. Because uh, Riz remembers seeing how fake Riz died. No disintegrating tenders. She's learning, folks. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20, it does not appear to be trapped. However, looking at it, you can tell that the locks box is not going to be able to be picked. It is too rusted. You'll have to bust it open. Oh. Hazel. I am in need of your services. Uh-oh. And she'll go carry the, the lock box out to Hazel to smash Front. with hammer. Remember what happened last time? With the whole crushing of the thing inside? Yeah, I don't know if... Okay, let me try that's... something. It probably won't. Can we be a try. little bit more finesse of breaking this? You know what? You're a real I... wizard now, Hazel. Never mind. I believe in you. I, I have two modes, and neither of them are finesse. <laughs> I see. Well, why don't you get maybe, like, Godfrey or Lefna to stick something in and then just twist to break yeah. open instead of smashing like stick and pop mm -hmm. crowbar that oh, makes yeah. a lot more sense okay uh if you're using a crowbar you may make me a strength check with advantage i believe one of those is like in a type of pack isn't it uh yeah riz will yeah. pull a crowbar out of her kinder pack <laughs> excellent there go free you know i was expecting it to be a little bit more bird-like what? Okay. Why is it called a crowbar? I don't know. It doesn't look like a crow. Sorry, what was that trick again, Kelly? Strength, please, <laughs> with advantage. Strength with advantage. Uh, that'll be a 17. 17. Uh, putting your back into it, you're going to like wrench down, and it's going to... And the lid is going to snap open. Inside... You are going to find that the chest is full of gold coins. Gold? The actual gold coins from before the cataclysm. You will find 400 gold coins inside, a platinum necklace with paladine symbol, two potions of healing, which are labeled superior, and a small necklace. That is shaped like, because I can never remember off the top of my head which one looks like which. Um, it is a delicate silver chain with a brilliant cut black gem pendant. Hazel's magic. I'll take a look at it. Sure. You can go ahead and uh, make me a uh, an arcana check to see if it is. You can also de use detect magic to tell for sure. Um, well, I ruled. I too am going Actually... to follow Hazel's footsteps and observe. Oh, right. You're like... Well, I'm going to use one of my, my magical balances because I rolled a five, so my magical balance makes it a ten. Okay. Uh, ah, mine is a twelve. Mm -hmm. No, 
Well, no, and then I get another plus five, so 15 total. Oh, shit. Or plus six, sorry, 16 total. Okay, so yes. you look at it, and you're like, hmm. And then Orontiris goes, hmm, and looks at it, and you're like, that sure is a pretty stone. Um, but taking a look at it, you're, you're not sure exactly what it is, but it is obviously some type of protective charm. Okay, um, then I will cast Detect Magic on it. Um, okay. Just to see if I can figure out more what it's like, what it, it is. It definitely has a strong divine energy attached to it and an aura of abjuration. So it is 100% a uh, some type of periapt. You're not mm -hmm. sure? There are a number of legendary ones, uh, periaps of health, periaps of, of wound closure, things that embolden the body against harm. It's something protective. Um, I'm not sure what, but it's definitely, it's a good thing. Well, that's good. It's a I very strong exactly abjuration. Does. Hmm? Does that make very sense? strong abjuration. I, pers or Hazel doesn't think that Riz would know the word abjuration, so. <laughs> I'm just so saying that just even like for you, you're like, oh, damn, this is like real powerful. Yeah. It's very powerful, very protective. Kalari's right. gonna come in and lean in to look at it too. I'll be like, ooh. All right. Powerful magical item. Very cool. Um, now, so yeah, so tell you what, why don't you make me, you can make me an arcana or a religion roll with Hazel's help. Okay. Yeah, can you, like, if this is a, I would think, I guess, that this is something to do with Paladine, because it's in mm -hmm. this, this other necklace. I'm probably going to give it to you if you get if you get a good roll, because technically this is not an attunement item, so it's not like you would ever know what it does once you equipped it, so. Mm. Okay. Um, well, I guess I know a little bit about religion. Natural 20. Oh, God. Yeah. I know a little bit about religion. Paladin right? himself speaks to you. <laughs> he leans just down from the heavens and goes, "Yeah, hey, uh, hey, guys, hey, go actually, he, he would sound kind of like Terry Pratchett, I think. Hello, um, yes, um, it's a it's a periapt of proof against poison. So yes, oh, you're like, oh, it, be like, it's that thing that he made. <laughs> um, so with Hazel's help and looking at that, um you are going to look at it as a periapt of proof against poison uh and between the two of you you're going to suss out that the way this works is when you wear it it is a non-attunement item uh so it does not take a slot you become immune to poison nice you cannot be poisoned and have immunity to poison damage while wearing this not resistance it you from poisoning immunity Really, really well, I think. Well, hmm, but you yeah, that speaks about how powerful it is. It probably prevents it entirely. So if we all put one hand on this necklace, we could eat Godfrey's cooking. No. I don't think it's quite that powerful, Levina will say. Oh. I feel like we'd have to eat the thing. I will. I will never cook again. Okay. <laughs> no, that's what your wife's for. Yourself. 
That wasn't a sexist gesture. You... That is kind of her thing. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's what she does. And technically, you just kissed in a temple. Divine light. Are you guys married? What's in the other room? Levna's gonna walk off to the south. Or Imperial's awkwardly gonna follow Not yet, we're not. Hazel will also follow. <laughs> I, 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 leave them to have the conversation. Actually, actually no. Yeah. Or Tiros yeah. is gonna revel in the the awkward, <laughs> the awkward moment. It feeds him. It feeds <laughs> him. Yeah, Riz is gonna go uh, snoop because she is a snoopy bitch. Are you? Okay. She's just gonna stuff everything in, in her bag until someone else complains. It, she it, will just it, put that there for for keeping it right now. It, it doesn't work like that, does it? I mean, not that I would have a problem with it if it did, but it just, I, I don't... Uh, it doesn't work like that because you haven't asked any questions yet. <laughs> <coughs> and she's going to shake her finger in Orantiro's face and be like, stop getting entertainment out of this and go look for things. <clears throat> Are you were saying? And then she's gonna stomp off after Riz and Hazel. Um, Orantiros, you go back to, to reading your book. The rest of you head through the lower chamber uh, into a room with a large stone table that rises from the dirty water in front of you. It's a windowless chamber, but along the walls you can see that shelves hold assorted bottles and vials, most of which have cracked and stained the walls with their droppings, probably when this, um, when when the city crashed. It looks like, uh, anybody here looks around, um, any, is anybody here proficient in religion who is searching the room? You can make me a religion check if you're not. Fourteen. Fourteen? Nat one. Nat one. Uh, this was like, you think that this was where the priests went to like, go into solid, silent contemplation? Hmm. So like, there's like a slab here that they probably went to like, get some alone time on. Uh, Riz, this is where they prepared the dead. Ultimate alone time, yes. Yeah, ultimate alone time. <laughs> the goal. <laughs> oh, Interesting. Um, so, if you want to search the room, I'll take uh, an intelligence uh, investigation check from you. Okay, investigation. Moses, like, just straight intelligence isn't great, but investigation, that, that's excellent. Hazel okay, so will also look around and got a 17. 17? Yeah. So you... I'm going to give this to Hazel, actually, Riz. So, Riz, you're looking around, <laughs> you're like, oh, I need to be like... Like, oh, I want to be a little respectful, maybe, even. You're just like, oh, I'm not sure what... Hazel just goes around and is like, oh, look, scrolls! And grabs three intact scrolls off the shelf, and you glance down and see that they're scrolls of gentle repose, which is probably incredibly confusing to you, given your presumptions about the room. Yeah, Why would... that seems... Hmm. This must be also a storage room. Like that's you go to a storage room for for quiet contemplation, right? That's mm. where they were, like prepared the the dead hazel. So that's not the table. That's the embalming table, where they take out their guts. Is that why there's mummies here? 
Ooh. See, everything in the temple in Thorbarden is just stone, so that that doesn't make sense. Well, that's true. I got a 26 on my investigation. Right. So um, you are going to look around. That is the whole of what is here. Um, you you saw what Hazel was going to grab before she grabbed it, but you, you let her have it. Okay, yeah. Also, I, I realized why I paused there for a second. I think I... <laughs> I think I've been doing my proficiency, but I think I've been doing expertise wrong. Do I add it? I would add it twice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's plus. Frick. All right. I will look at my sheet because I have four expertises, five expertises, and I, the things are wrong, I'm sure. You five? Damn. She took a feat. Rogues, rogues are very. Yeah. Expert. And the, the light footed or the light handed feet for Kender yeah. that we made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which yep. is gross. All right, so it's you're going to so grab good. those scrolls of gentle repose. I'm, I'm kind of sad that there wasn't more stuff in the room that Hazel was just like literally rifling through. She's like, Let's no you respect. Know what? You know what? Sure. Riz, looking around, um, you are going to find... Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, one sec. So, Riz, with that roll, looking around, there we go. Um, you go. are going to see that the wall is stained with a number of fluids and things. Um, Riz, there is a jar on the shelf that Hazel is kind of like rifling around next to uh, that you see has a brain inside of it floating in what looks like some type of liquid that has not busted. Hazel, there's a brain, a jar, brain jar. There's a what? <laughs> there's a brain in a jar right by your fingers. Where? Not like go back, go back, go back there. Oh. Just reach. Oh. <laughs> Hmm? She's going to hand you the brain in the jar. <laughs> uh, it has historian writing on the side of it on an old label that's almost indecipherable. What does it say? It says Larry. What? Oh my god, fucking Larry. La Larry? Fucking Larry. Larry. That's a name, an old name. Apostrophe R-E-E. Larry. Yeah. Larry. Larry. Um, and looking around as well, um, you were going to find one last thing, Razira. Um, over at next, like on the side of the embalming bench, there is a little slot, like a little storage shelf underneath it. And you will see that there is a small metal, um, metal box with a hinge on the side of it. It is cool to the touch. And as, do you do you grab it? Yes. Okay. Uh, as you grab it, you will see that it has it is it's quite beaten up, and has a faded mural on the front of it. It's a small box about this big. It has like a little handle on the side of it, like it's meant to be carried. A little latch on one side, hinges on the bottom, and it has this painting of a dragon riding knight in full flight that you've seen on a number of storybooks as um, uh, art from the legend of Huma. Oh, I got a Huma lunchbox. There's something in it. <gasps> open it up. Uh, you open it up and a bit of cold air is going to rush out at you. Uh, inside is going to be a, a, a simple ham sandwich. as well as a small uh, wax pouch of trail mix. Oh, 
and a um, a thermos full of kind of like um, a very thick kind of juicy cider with a lot of oh. the pulp still in it. Oh. So probably like a homebrew batch. Uh -huh. Um, It is all perfectly fine and fresh. The ham, and it's got like a little bit of spicy mustard on it. A little bit of mayonnaise. Uh, there's a little bit of lettuce, gives you some crunch. And there is like a spicy pickle. Honestly, it could use a little bit of salt. But uh, other than that, you know what? It's pretty good. Are you eating what you found? Yeah, it's pretty good. You want some? He's just going to reach out. How? I don't know. Was someone here before us, or is this just preserved somehow? I think it's preserved magically. It's not bad. It's good, isn't huh. it? These little bit good. Could get Oren yeah. to like talk at it. He's pretty salty sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'll do. Um, Hazel, it does appear that this thing is radiating cold of its own. Hmm. It seems to have um, some type of spell akin to gentle repose cast upon it. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. It's some sort of gentle lunch repose. <laughs> yep, yep. Huh. Because you Ooh. rolled a 26 and it's dumb. I'm putting in the lunchbox of Huma. I love it. Because a coroner would definitely eat their lunch over the body. That's That's been established oh, mm -hmm. by media. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. Yeah, the, the lunchbox seems to be doing something. Hm. Cool. Yeah. Nice find. Yeah. Literally. yeah you might as well hold on to these scrolls, too. So we're right. grab the brain in the jar and yep. the lunchbox and then head out. <laughs> All right. So heading back in, uh, what are Kalara and Godfrey? Are you guys still ar arguing or? Oh, no. Kalara stomped off after Hazel and Riz after shaking her finger in Arantira's face and basically telling him to stop meddling and enjoying it. Okay. So you're going to stand there and, and you're going to like, as they're standing there, like looking at this lunchbox, you're going to see them like open this box and just hand back and forth a sandwich from this ancient box, Kalara. And basically, like, they're kind of, like, looking at each other, kind of strange, like, huh, right as you walk in. Please don't eat it. Oh, it's good. The lunchbox has kept it fresh. Somehow. Uh, Seriously. You want, some, you want some cider? Hundreds of years And some trail mix. But yeah, and fresh. it came out of that like it was made yesterday or today. Tops. Yeah. That, that lettuce was crisp and crunchy. That spicy mustard was just like enough spice. Yeah. Ham was fresh. Need some salt. Uh, yeah, a little bit of salt. But here, try some cider. You're you're a chef. See what how the come on, come uh -huh. on. Hit, put on that necklace of poison, and then try it. So then you won't that. Yeah, there we go. See, I at least have, res you know, dwarven resistance. <laughs> if you didn't already have a point of inspiration, I'd give you one for that line. <laughs> because that's the smartest thing you've ever said in your life. And it just hit me <laughs> like a truck. I'm like... 
<laughs> you just bypassed the entire like. How, would you would you settle yep. for a crisp internet high five? I'll yeah, pick you up at sure. the airport tomorrow. How's that? Okay, that sounds great. I'll buy you lunch, okay? Like what the hell? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's just it's so simple. It's so simple. Riz Riz is like smart about Oh my god, lies. Riz can eat everything. Riz is gonna eat Lord Soth. She's gonna lick everything. Stop trying to lick me. Nope. Stop it. You have that, to that's how Riz is gonna taunt. You have to yeah. remember Lord Soth will be smiling the entire time because of way back when with the wand of smiles. Well those there'll be the wand of smiles and then and then I get to bestow curse and then Riz that's, gets to taunt it. by licking. Yeah. That's oh, it. I'll no. give him like a wet willy with my tongue. <laughs> So Razira is getting the magical <laughs> amulet of never being poisoned. I, it, it, I mean, it, no, it's up for smart. debate. <laughs> I have officially, I have officially annotated Lord Soth to be immune to smiles. No. Yo. <laughs> no. But what if I bestow curse? <laughs> well, then that's different. And the curse, the curse is not immune smiles. to smiles. Yeah. <laughs> We'll talk, we'll talk, but it's in the book, so whoever gets this book when we raffle it off is going to be able to have immunity to smiles. <laughs> Immune to smiles. Immune to smiles. You heard it However, here first, folks. Lord Soth, immune to smiles. I am not a merry man. No, um, played by Michael Dorn. Anyway, uh, he just can't. No, Reese has not taken, she's just holding things in her bag. She's the unofficial official loot holder, I guess. Mm -hmm. You guys trust her with it. I think it's best if Razira has this magic amulet. Uh, the don't put it in your mouth song is too catchy and hasn't been working, so... Well, I, I suppose if Razira had it, you, you could put anything so in your mouth. If you got poisoned and then you put it back on afterwards, would that immunity poison cure your poisoning? Because it doesn't have attunement, so it should work instantly. Can we just, like, pass yeah. it around? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, yeah. Because technically, yeah. if you're poisoned and you put on something that prevents poison and gives and you immunity to poison, it should yeah, depoison you. The only thing that yeah. is the immunity to damage that that we that we can't quite pass around. Yeah. But the but poison, I, like, no, I am. If it was no, an I'm ongoing poisoning it. effect. If it is an if it is like food poisoning, you must you must wear it till you pass it. Hmm. Okay. okay. Okay, but like if you got damaged with poison, and it's one that keeps going in every turn poisons you. Yeah. Here, catch. <laughs> but yes, yes, if you were fighting something that did poison damage, you could use your object interact to pass it to another person at the beginning of every round and don it. And then, yes, you could. Just stand in line, pass it down the line of initiative. We did it. <laughs> Take that, Lord Soth. Lord Soth might be immune to smiles, but you sure aren't, Kelly. <laughs> Well, now I'm just thinking that all you need is 10 feet of silver chain, and they just wrap it around all of you like a lasso. I mean... Just move... Okay, I'm picturing, if you've never seen it before, when little kids play soccer, 
they follow the ball like a little swarm of bees. That's yeah, how we be back, back to back. No, I'm picturing I'm picturing the the, the kid oh chain God. that you see like when people like are daycare taking them out for their walks. So that's us. He's just gonna use lightning on us. <laughs> We're in a line. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> or fire. Or many other ways. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> So, you eat your pickle. And, yeah, you eat the pickle. It's good. It's great. Yeah. Uh, what do you do next? <laughs> so, have we, we've looked everywhere, right? You've looked everywhere, yeah. Oh, I was talking to my group, but God, are you there? Paladine, you're answering me. No. Okay. okay. Um <laughs> so we should probably start heading out. Well eventually we are going to need a, a bit of that. You'll get like you um, magic us magic folk. Kelly. A break mm -hmm. to um I'm going to just be like out in the open area and kind of be by the altar. Um can I use mm. divine sense to tell if this area is consecrated? Uh, this area Still, is... I would assume that it was the first time, but... Mm, it is no longer consecrated. Okay. Cool. Uh, this, you know, up here on the altar might be the best place for its dry to take a rest. At least we don't have to worry about um, anything getting through the trees. That's true. We yeah, do have some point. people watching us now. That's very true. Mm -hmm. the, the, it, it's hard to tell because World 20 gives us the top view. Is the temple closed off except for the like broken bits at the north? It is. Like, is there like a, it, it's enclosed. Except yeah, except for the, for the broken front door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to set up camp? Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, it's uh, Maybe the best place. We've been walking all day, pretty much, so it's probably about about time to... I don't necessarily want to walk into another pit like that. So we are going to... See, this is why I looked for holes, because we're going to, to swim out of this, and we're not. So there's a pit right in front of us. Right in the middle, and then up north. So we just have to walk around it. Um, what are we going to do with the lance? Well, who can really hold it? You don't you night night types? I can't do anything with it. <laughs> Congratulations, Godfrey. Yeah, you are left now, right? Yeah, one of us. Okay. Um, if I mean, at this point, I kind of want a magic sword. I'm not gonna lie. I love mine, but I'd like a magic weapon of something. Because honestly, fighting this? those mummies sucked. What about the lance? Me? That's magic. Or do you want my sword and shield? Never been your style. 
Yeah, I wouldn't know how to use a shield. Um... Come on, Levna. What Lev? What weapon does Levna use? We usually a Kalara uses a shield, right? Yeah, Kalara she uses does. a shield. Yeah. Well, here I'm gonna give Levna my sword, and then uh, take the green shield and give it to Kalara. Then I'll build the lance. Yeah, you kind of earned it. Oh, here. And Riz will go out of the bag and find the platinum necklace of, of Paladin. And she will give that and put that over Godfrey as well. This was in the box as well. You decide what Come order on. you're going to try to swear to? I think the rose. You're going to have a lot of responsibilities when you get back home. What is that order? What belong order to? are you, Levna? Me? Uh, is it order obvious? The for the Knights of Salamnia? So. Hmm. That makes sense, since I'm the one that knighted you. I'm also the Order of the Rose. My family has always been. Well, welcome to the best of us. <laughs> no offense to the sword and the crown, but... Huh. I just realized something. We've got two members of the Order of the Rose here. Going. We're going to have to fight him, aren't we? We got to try. The Knight of the Black Rose. Oh. It's going to be a hell of a fight. You better tell us a good story when this is all said and done. She gestures at Orontiros. They better sing about us for years because I don't know if we're coming back from that one. I will. We've got our duty and our friends and even looks like the gods are on our side, too. Not hmm. just Michigal. We're just collecting God's <laughs> blessings at this point now. Oh yeah, we got Habakkuk, we've got Paladin, and Michigal. Hmm. So I guess the gods get on with each other sometimes. We have been so. Well, I'm cold and wet. I'm going to take off my armor. You want to start a fire up here? Or do you think that'll yeah. piss off the trees? Um, I think we keep it small. Contained. There. She'll, start, she'll cast some dancing lights around. And then she's going to get 
pretty quiet the rest of the evening. Hmm. Not me. I'm going to cast a song. I'm going to play a song of rest for everyone. All right. You rest through the night. And as you light a fire and sit back, you can still feel tremors shaking through the city of Lost Names. Orantiros, you play... What are you using? Lute? Harp? A harp. Harp time. You strum a lovely tune. Into the night. by one, you each drift off to sleep, or rest. This is a calm before the storm, and you're all aware of it. As light fades outside, you find yourselves becoming more and more drowsy. One by one, you drift off to sleep. Kalara, you wake up. The temple is awash in blue light. You are alone. The water has receded. And as you stand up on the podium, the temple has been completely restored. The walls are intact. The dragon reliefs over you look almost alive. And nearby, you will see an old man sweeping some of the steps. He's wizened, ancient, long gray beard, robes, and a crooked, battered hat with a long, broad brim. <laughs> He's humming to himself tunelessly as he works. Are the others still here? They're not. Does this remind me of my Michigan dream? Yes, it does. turns around and looks at you, kind of squinting at you. Oh, hello there! How are you? Um, I'm, I'm good, and you? Mm, can't complain. Lovely weather out today. <laughs> it's very misty. 
Hmm, tends to be around here. Are you dreaming too? I think so. Where where am I? In a dream. It seems about the right place. Huh. Um, she'll hold out her hand and just hi. Um, I'm Kalara. Yeah. I suppose you might be. Um. Um. Uh, what are they? Fizzban. They call me Fizzban. Oh, it's nice to meet you, sir. I'm not a sir. I mean, I'm a, I, I, I suppose I am a sir. But, uh, Fizzban is fine. Fizzban is fine. You, uh... I recognize that pendant. Oh, the, 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 the mark on your staff, I, I should say. Mm-hmm. Of Michiko. Michiko, Michiko. Well, that's a name... I've not heard in quite some time. I I suppose it's not been heard of very much here at all. It's mm. only recently come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what, um... What's a young girl like you doing with an old relic like that? Or an old relic like me, for that example? <laughs> um... Well, I think I went to sleep in a temple, and I think that's how I'm here. But oh. um... I found myself in the place as well. It's it's nice. It's um, it used to be a temple of 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 the the, the god of dragons. It seems that uh, the old fool Alan? let it uh, get yeah that one. Seems the old fool let it get a bit dilapidated. So I thought I'd clean it up for him. Uh, but we fell asleep. There are two. Oh. It was falling apart, though. Hmm, that makes sense. Well. I'm confused. I suppose that's much like Kryn. The whole thing falls apart from time to time. But it's our job it to does? pick up the pieces. Well, it has at least once. It may again someday. I'm. That's where I'm from, and that is very concerning. As it should be. I happen to think that, though, the work of good people is enough to stem the tide of any type of misfortune. If they try hard enough. You know what they say. It's, um. How does it go? He thumbs his nose for a moment. The greatest evil is the indifference of good people toward injustice. So as long as we have good people like yourself who keep fighting, things will turn out okay in the end. I hope so. Oh, me too. I hate to be wrong about things. I mean, that would be awful, but I really hope so, please. My friends hmm. and I would... I think we're going to fight Lord Soth. Hmm, sounds That's like an old brute. Right? He destroyed my village. Or his armies did. I think it was his army. He's part of them, at least. Hmm. 
the dragon armies. Well, this has been a very fun conversation. I wish you the best fighting Lord Sloth and uh, hope for the best. Uh, I wish that he is as slow as his name represents and that you're able to get one over on him. Thank you. You know, I've heard stories of Mishikal. Oh? She is kind and courageous and the stories say quite lovely. I think she picked well. Thank you. But the greatest gift I personally think that a true believer should have is wisdom and kindness. Are you a kind person, Kalara? I think so. And that's the wisest thing that you could be. I think I'm waking up now. So I'll see you again soon. I hope, at least. Good luck with your sloth! Thank you. Um, good luck with whatever you're doing. Oh! Just traveling with some friends. Well, safe travels. He's going to smile. And you are going to wake up. Light is streaming through the windows. Orantiros has drifted off into trance. And as you are sitting there, kind of just blinking and kind of just catching yourself at the tail end of that dream, you're going to notice something strange. The water has receded out of the temple. And the place is comfortably warm on the inside again. And looking around, you are going to get the sense that this place is once again looked after. As you, as you lay there, a small bird is going to perch on the edge of the pedestal and tweet at you. It's a little gold finch. It lets out a couple of, and then is going to kind of chirp down at you and take off flying through a hole in the side of the roof. Kalara, uh, do me a favor. Raise your wisdom score by two. Holy shit. To a maximum really? of 22. <laughs> Does that put you at 22? Uh-huh. Okay. And as you look around your friends, feeling more comfortable, you are going to see the most terrifying thing that an adventurer can see. Your kender 
is missing. Razira. <laughs> Shake everybody around her. Where's Razira? <laughs> what? What? Razira, as everyone else awakens, you are elsewhere. The middle of the night was boring. A little too boring for you. And that's when you heard the sound of splashing outside. Orontiros was in trance. You had just woken up, perhaps to relieve yourself, perhaps to take another bite of that sandwich. Actually, I think she probably was out contemplating. Um, okay. She's uh, at the site of the Chaos Phage coming out of Orontiros. Uh, brought back to her the memory of her actually killing someone. Mm. not evil and innocent and it's it's shooken her shaken her again uh, and okay. the thought that that could have happened to Orontiros. so she's actually she's probably actually pretty somber in the middle of the night and just needs to get away from everyone and she's probably like she probably goes out to have a good cry when she hears the the splashing around okay so what you're going to hear then is a sudden swirl of air out in front of you as you're kind of sitting on the bank the dry bank on the other side and then there is going to be a lap as someone falls out of the air into the water about 40 feet down the bank from you it's the early morning hello <laughs> hello hello oh. oh i thought i was gonna drown hi 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 how are you a middle-aged kender with a tall top knot is going to look up at you from the water and reach up <laughs> when am i Where am I? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Do I know you? You look very familiar. A nice top knot. I really like that. Ooh. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you as well. Mm hmm. <laughs> um. Uh, well, you're in an ancient city of Onyari. That really narrow it down. Onyari. 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 Onyari? Yeah, that one. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Um, uh, I don't know where that is. Where am I? The Northern Wastes. Oh, I'm so rude. I should introduce myself. What's your name? I I'm Razira Moonbrush. Okay, you're Razira Moonbrush. Fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful to meet you. Of course, Razira Moonbrush. Tesselhot Burfoot. Oh, hi. How are you? You can call me Tass. Or Uncle Tass. I guess I'm old enough to be your uncle. You're pretty young. What are you doing out here by yourself? I, I, saw, I found a note from you, actually, in my back earlier. Oh, can I have it? No, it's gone now. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll probably find it along the way. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. You said you borrowed something of mine. That's what the note said. You said you're borrowing this from Uncle Tass. Oh, so you, I was borrowing it for Uncle Tass or someone was borrowing it for Uncle Tass? No, you were borrowing it from me and you left a note that said, Uncle Tass, I'm borrowing this. I need to ask a quick question. When is it right yeah. now? What do you mean, when is it? Is the war it's happening? Like early in the morning. Which what? war is happening right now? Is there a war happening? 
I mean, the, the, the dragon armies are kind of marching and starting a war. Which yeah. color? Black, red, blue? Not orange. Not plaid? No. No. Okay. Blue. Plaid. I don't know. I just thought I'd ask in case one was out there. You never know. We've been dealing with a lot of the red, red dragon army. Red dragon army. That's the and... one that does the... I shouldn't say anything. Well, what... I... Are you from the future? No, I'm from the past. Well, I mean, we're all from the past eventually. But, um, sorry. Okay, that means that there's time. I just took a left turn. I should have taken a right turn. Um, but, but, what did I borrow from you? I don't know. I was searching through my bag and I found a note that said, borrowed this. Love oh. Uncle Pals. Oh, well, um, huh. Um, I don't really have anything to give you. I could give you this. He holds up this strange device in his hands. I probably shouldn't, though. This is crucial to my mission. I have to go help a friend. Oh, where's a friend? When's your friend? Uh, about 40 years from now. So you can wait or you're going to try and get the, the short I'm going to go get there right now. I have to say goodbye to a friend. Um... It, it's his funeral today in 40 years or so. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm pretty much dead anyway. I'm just doing a world tour. Oh. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's kind of fun and kind of depressing at the same time, but that's life. <laughs> Make me an insight check. <laughs> eight. An eight? Okay. Yeah. You have inspiration if you want to spend it. Or do you, you don't have to. I'm, I'm not using my only inspiration of the game on that roll. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Hmm. There's something a little off about him. There's something. There's a. You're going to kind of look at him and there's like. He looks in the eyes. Not as tender as you. He looks more human in the eyes than you do. There's like a tiredness, but you're not really sure besides that. He's probably just tired. Oh, um, so I took a wrong turn. So I'm in, uh, I'm in the middle of the war. <gasps> yeah. Has, has, um. So have you heard of us then? Have you heard of me? Have I heard of you? Have I heard of you? No. I'm the counter um, queen. Oh, I didn't know we had a queen. I thought we were we were anarcho-communists. No, we are now a monarchy, and I am the queen of the kinder. Oh no, did I change the timeline? Did I make you the queen? Is that how you know me? Because I borrowed something out of you? Oh no, if I borrowed, I can't I can't affect the past like that. That's that's going to be very. I mean, I technically I did affect the past like that because then we went back in time, and then Raceland became became Fistolandantus, and then Caraman did the army thing. But that worked out okay, right? That was supposed to work out. And then uh, Raceland's trapped inside of the... I mean, I guess he's not anymore because he came out. This is... This is all really confusing. So you can travel through time. Not well. <sighs> Do you... Huh. Riz will, like, try and hunt through her bag for, like, some snacks or something. Uh, inside of the lunchbox, there is trail mix. Oh, yes. She opens up the, the Huma trail, trail, the lunchbox. 
And then she pulls oh. some trail mix and some cider. Oh, I, oh I'm actually really parched. Thank you. Oh, yeah, no more. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you make me a sleight of hand check? Okay. <laughs> and you can spend your inspiration on this. I don't think I... What are the chances of me rolling higher than a 16? Let's see. Uh, hold on a second. So double my proficiency. Plus my dex. Yeah, that should be higher. Uh, so that's going to be a 28 stealth. Okay. Uh, Riz, are you wearing your gloves? <laughs> Don't know if she takes them off, really. Okay. But they're fingerless, right? Yeah, they're fingerless. Okay. Um, you are going, he's going to like eat the trail mix, drink the cider really deeply. And as he is, you're going to pull out this large gray rock out of his pack. Oh, you probably shouldn't touch that. Don't touch that. And make me an insight check with advantage. Okay. <laughs> insight 23. He's afraid. He looks at you as you hold that gray stone, and you are looking into the eyes of a kender that can feel fear. Don't, don't touch that. It, it needs to go somewhere special. Please. Oh, sorry. I don't know how. Yeah, sometimes are, things just... Are you... Are you... Are you afraid? There's a lot of journeys ahead that change people. The trick is um, moving on with a smile. And he's going to reach out and try to pluck the uh, the stone out of your hand. Uh, as he does, um, you're going to handle it. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. What's your constitution save? My con save is a plus three. Plus three. Okay. Um, as you reach out and he plucks it from you, it is a rough hewn stone. And as he pulls it out of your hand. It's going to nick your finger. Just a bit. Just a paper cut. Just a scrape. But a drop of your blood is going to touch the side of the stone. And it's going to just kind of thrum for a moment. You're going to hear this deep kind of... And perhaps that is what awakened Kilara inside of the temple. Perhaps that is what awakened the other things that are waiting elsewhere in Onyari. Perhaps it is a sign of what is to come. But you are going to feel a sudden flash in your hand, like you'd accidentally touched a light socket with wet fingers, like just a zap. And it's going to kind of course through your entire body. Well, that's probably not good. Are you okay? You're going to take one hit point of... Um, don't mark what type of damage it is, 
uh, because there is no definition for the type of damage it is in the system, I would say that it's chaos damage. <laughs> and your hair is going to stand up for a moment. Are you okay? I think so. Kind of just... I don't know. I felt a jolt. That's probably nothing. Okay. Well, um, best of luck to you. I should probably get going. I don't want to be late. I mean, you travel through time. Don't aren't you never late? But we all have somewhere we have to be. Uh, You'll hear from inside the temple. Riz, Riz. Oh, oh! I've been gone too long. Oh, they're looking for me. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Uncle Pat. I hope we meet again. Me too. Oh. Although, if we meet again, pretend you don't know me. Since I haven't met you yet. Oh, your other self. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And, um, here. He'll ruffle around in his bags. To replace the thing that I borrowed? Um. And he's going to reach into his pouch, and he's going to pull out... You can take what I rolled, or you can roll me a d100. I mean, I'll roll it, and then you choose the better of the two. Okay, go ahead. Ninety fucking nine. <laughs> That's the boomerang that you returned that you had before. <laughs> Just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> so he's gonna reach in his bag and pull out pull out a boomerang and hand it to you. No. They're fun. They always come back. Even I, uh, yeah, when you I don't want them uh, to. Yeah, I definitely... Um, this is the boomerang them. that you had and lost. It has returned to you. <gasps> I've got it back. Yeah, see, it always returns. Ah. I, hope you, I hope you used it well. Mm -hmm. I hope it did you some good use. I hope so. You'll hear the sound of people moving through the temple. Well, nice to meet you. I can't wait nice to do to it again. You. Yeah, and I will pretend I don't remember you. And she's going to go in a hug, Tass. He'll give you a hug back. And um, as you finish hugging and turn around, there will be a little bloop behind you. And you'll see water rushing in where a pair of feet were a second before. Uh, Robin, as yeah. your friends rush out to meet you, uh, you are going to gain the blessing of weapon enhancement. One non-magical weapon in your possession becomes a plus one whenever you hold it. Everyone else, you awaken to find Razira not there, and the temple is dry as a bone again. The water seems to wait outside of its front doors, even though there is a shelf of water spread out in front. Basically, you are going to step into water that is hovering a foot above the ground outside of the front doors. 
Godfrey, as you wake up, this place is consecrated again. Uh, I think things are finally going our way. Only if we can find Riz. Hi! Don't worry, she always finds us. So Riz, you're going to slosh through the water and suddenly be standing on dry ground? Whoa! Did you borrow the water? (laughs) Maybe? Don't remember that. I wonder if that's what Fizzvan meant by cleaning it up. Who? Who? Huh? Oh, um, I had a dream again. Like the really? mystical one. What? What happened? I told you about when I got cleric powers, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was the same sort of dream. Just, I don't think I met a god. He said his name was Fizban. He seemed really nice. Still an old fellow. And he was cleaning the temple. He was sleeping the stairs. He said he was going to look after it. Maybe. Well, looks like he said something about like he was a different time. So maybe, maybe whatever he did works across. Huh. I don't that know, it's very confusing. You what? It was very nice. That sounds good. And he looks like Kalara when he's saying that, and he looks over at Riz. That sounds scary. Wow, she's already dreaming about other guys, Godfrey. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's uh, I mean it's it was like the like it was a special kind of dream right like with the uh, oh a special the, kind the, of dream the, huh go sit on a Kendra's face why Kalar is going to use her new and improved perception to um, find the best place to like poke Levna hard <laughs> In the side. Hey, hey, hey. I don't have my armor on yet. I know. You keep touching me in places like that, I might get the wrong idea, Kalara. What, in your side? Whatever could that mean? She's going to poke extra hard. Stop. My money's on Kalara. mean, Levna? It's in my nature. How about we go meet, get mean to some draconians? Okay. I can hardly wait. All right, let's suit up and go uh, storm the castle. The floaty one. Shall we? We have to go to that other place to get there. I don't know. Is that what it was? to go somewhere to get the vehicle up. We'll have to look into it, I guess. You guys ready? 
Let's go. Let's finish Crap. this. And with that, you put on your armor, you prepare yourselves, and you set off to make your way to the threshold of the heavens. Which is where we're going to pick up next time. Because, uh, folks, we are going to call it here because this is the perfect time to end it. I gave some blessings out and some feats out, and you're all level 9, and you're all super-powered, and I'm going to have to be real mean to you from now on. Yeah. I mean, Lord Soth. It's Lord Soth, That's right? pretty mean. That's that's pretty mean anyway. He's He is pretty mean. He's pretty mean. Uh, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this game. Uh, players, did you enjoy this game? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that my God. Funny. I got to meet Taz. That was a lot of fun. Got a dragon lance. You got a dragon lance, right? Dragon lance. Dragon lance. Uh, it's hard. And you get to use it because it's a pike. I like that they made sure that it was a, a usable weapon, not just a, you have a lance. Carry it around until there's a dragon and maybe you can poke it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yep. Also, Plus, this is the first campaign I've I've personally experienced where there's been a like anything above a plus one magic weapon. Like that is so cool that a, we actually a dragon lance like, is beefy as shit. Like it yeah, is super beefy. Is awesome. Fucking it's, it's, Godfrey. It's gonna be great. But it also means that Godfrey's AC went down, so I can actually hit him now. Ha <laughs> well, ha. That's rolling... what the uh, Shield of Faith is for. Yeah. That's fine. I'll just kill Kalara. But I can't, because she's well, actually Kalar... 21. Yeah, I was going to say, Kalara's yep. AC is what now? What, 21? 21? 22? Haste plus... Twin spell, haste, twin spell, uh, Shield of Faith. That's plus four. <laughs> Though I will admit, I, I did like Shield of Faith getting cast on Riz. It brought my AC up to 19. So what I does Ispen Shield do again? So it is plus a normal shield. shield plus one. So it is a total okay. plus three shield. instead of a plus two. So yes, my AC is now 21. So, and I believe you also have the most hit points in the party. When your AC can drink. God. All right, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we are going to be taking next week off because uh, I, I need a vacation. Uh, so next Wednesday, we're not going to have game. Then we're going to be continuing with the, uh, for those who know, going to like the outpost and then the threshold of the heavens because we're nearing the end of this chapter, which means there's only one chapter left. We're, we're def this definitely is feeling like we're going into the end game. So I hope that you all are ready mm -hmm. for that. It's going to be a lot of fun yes. getting there. Um, I want to thank all of you who have been watching up to this point. I want to thank our Patreon supporters who help make this possible. We do a ton of games and we couldn't do it if the Patreon didn't exist to allow me to, to basically make it a full-time job. So thank you so much. Uh, starting with our world building producer, Sol Omen. Thank you so much, Sol, Jade, the maker of monsters. You're phenomenal. Thank you for all of your love and support. Uh, thank you to uh, love and support of our divine producer, uh, my mom, Jan. Hi. Thank you very much, mom. To Bricarious, our demonic patron, much love to you, as well as our wizards of the Patreon, uh, which are Tammy the Forever Cleric, the Ink Goblin, and um, Eddie Isaacs. Uh, I also need to thank our high council of the Patreon, uh, Taryn, uh, buddy Trezelta, or not Trezelta, sorry, this is an old list. Trezelta is just a team member and we love him. Uh, Amberthist, Cubby Gummy, R Cubby, Cubby Gummy, uh, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urk, Hart, Chef Eladeth, LaRouk, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kalen Whitebeard. 
Um, I believe that's everybody. Thank you so much for all of your support. You guys are all phenomenal. I couldn't do it without you. And another thank you to our sponsor, Bookworm Games, uh, who is our sponsor for six months. Go to their site, use code DORKTALES to save 10%. Um, and uh, you all are phenomenal. I love you big much. You guys have fun tonight. You, you had a good time? We're all good? Nice. All right, so folks, uh, be sure if you are in the Pacific Northwest, uh, you definitely want to come out to um, Sakino Matsuri this weekend, where we're going to be running a D&D live game. Uh, we're still working out who, but it might have uh, some very familiar characters in it um, that you can watch. Uh, you also will have the chance to enjoy 14 games over three days the weekend after this one, August 18th, 19th, and 20th, as we run a series of Extra Life games. So I hope you come out for that. Hope you have a great time. And uh, if you can, please donate to help the kids. It would be fantastic. Uh, there's going to be, um, we're taking the week off in between the uh, the convention and Extra Life. But that means that there will be a lot of games that are that I will post. Um, I'm going to release a couple of first episodes uh, from some shows that uh, we have done for our Patreon. And I'm going to release all of the Extra Life games from August or November, from last November, that are finally just about finished editing. And uh, you'll be able to enjoy that. So thank you so much. Um, big love. And we will see you next time in two weeks on Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Good night, everybody. Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen is a Dork Tales production. It stars Chris Blogg as Godfrey High Valor, Robin Holford as Razira Moonbrush, Jen Peters as Hazel Nightgranin, Christine Rattray as Kalara Vingard, and Kaylin Vinson as Orontiros. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a roleplayer can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your roleplaying experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash dorktales who help dorktales exist. We couldn't do this without your support, and I want to thank you all individually for everything that you do. Starting with our world-building producer, Jade, the maker of monsters. Next, our divine producer, Jan and Bob Kessler, who are, uh, my parents. Which is always fun and not at all awkward to say. To our demonic producer, Precarious, who brings evil and fun in equal measures. To our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric and the Ink Goblin. You're wizards now! The High Council of the Patreon, who donate $25 or more a month and are just the swellest people on Earth. Taryn, Dustin, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Aladeth, LaRue, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kalen Whitebeard. To our level 20 hero, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, who's responsible for most of the graphics you see on Dorktales. To our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Colin San, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundahoof, Chandra Magic, Professor Multiverse, Void Weaver, Iron Warrior X, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Renee Hayes, Raven Avarlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, Custom Blink, Brandon Keen, and Panda Sior. Thank you so much. Our very important patrons, Camille, who might be six possums in a trench coat, Caitlin Vinkle, an actual guinea pig, Eternal Student Dale Cope, Winemaster Robin Holford, Lord Evan of Antier, Jason Tudor, the Mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista, the Siege Effects Engine, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Trizelta, aka James Bodage, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Random Equinox, Matt DS, 
Eric and Amber, Diggy Diggy Blog, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, David Ellis, The Bong Master, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurp, Andrew Rambling Gamer, Graham Rudkin, Policino, Malazang, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, The Dixon Three, Sean Oldham, Loskrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, DM Shari, Whistler, Stuart Tiffin, Owls, Bartold, Drew Thompson, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Waffle Rabbit, Fally Pally, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Shannon McLean, Cade Green, Walter Manbeck, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Jung Jarden, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Yosef, Stephen Malik, Gamehen, James G, Sabersloth, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Lepont Moret, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrop, Ezra Santos, Chris Chindloy, QXVW198, The Comment Guy, Phoenix Queen, Chris, Trey, Dark Sun, A Lizard with Daft Ideas, The Queer Mountain Witch, QQ Vincent, Fail in the Wild Elf, Hooser Jedi, Mini, Mortlock, Refus, Beastborg, and Ronzol. And of course, to our Dork Squad, Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent Stewart, CTSRTY, Hayliz, Zach Rules, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embury, Catherine Petricelli, Heavy Metal and T, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Peppermint, Dennis Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, Robert Leach, and David McCrellis. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. Honestly, Dork Tales exists because of the support that you bring to us on Patreon. If you want to be like them and help support the channel directly, help keep the lights on, and help keep food on the table of this full-time gig, please go to patreon.com dorktales. By joining, you'll get a ton of additional perks, such as an additional five to six games a month, on top of additional posts, a behind-the-scenes podcast, and more. Thanks so much for everything. And hey, if you want to just spend some time with us, join the Discord. It's free for everybody, and we love having a wonderful and thriving community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.